September 9th, Memorial of St. Peter Claver, Priest St. Peter Claver was born at Verdú in Spain in the year 1580. From 1596, he studied arts and letters at the University of Barcelona. In 1602, he entered the Society of Jesus, with the help especially of St. Alphonsus Rodriguez, porter of the Jesuit College of Mallorca, Peter heard and followed the call to the missions. In 1616, he was ordained to the priesthood in the mission of Colombia. There, until his death, he carried on an apostolate among the black slaves, vowing to be the slave of the blacks forever. His strength exhausted, he died at Cartagena in Colombia on September 8, 1654. He was canonized by Leo XIII in 1888. In 1896, the same pontiff declared him the special heavenly patron of all missions to the black peoples. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The earth is full of the goodness of Christ. He feeds his lambs and guards his sheep. He walks abroad as the shepherd of souls and gathers all into his keep. We know the voice of our pastor, the Lord. He calls our names eternally. Our hearts rejoice at the words that he speaks, and I know mine, and mine know me. When danger comes, all the hirelings will flee, but Christ remains to guard our sleep. When evil comes, the good shepherd of souls lays down his life to save his sheep. We shall not want, for our pastor is Christ. He makes us lie in fields of grace, where shorn of sin and refreshed by his love, we gaze in prayer upon his face. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. O Lord, your strength gives joy to the King. How your saving help makes him glad. You have granted him his heart's desire. You have not refused the prayer of his lips. You came to meet him with the blessings of success. You have set on his head a crown of pure gold. He asked you for life, and this you have given, days that will last from age to age. Your saving help has given him glory. You have laid upon him majesty and splendor. You have granted your blessings to him forever. You have made him rejoice with the joy of your presence. The king has put his trust in the Lord. Through the mercy of the Most High, he shall stand firm. O Lord, arise in your strength. We shall sing and praise your power. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad, for the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works, how deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. My good and faithful servant, come and share your Master's joy. 
See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My good and faithful servant, come and share your master's joy. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the first letter of Peter the Apostle. To the elders among you, I, a fellow elder, a witness of Christ's sufferings and sharer in the glory that is to be revealed, make this appeal. God's flock is in your midst. Give it a shepherd's care. Watch over it willingly as God would have you do, not under constraint, and not for shameful profit either, but generously. Be examples to the flock, not lording it over those assigned to you, so that when the chief shepherd appears, you will win for yourselves the unfading crown of glory. In the same way, you younger men must be obedient to the elders. In your relations with one another, clothe yourselves with humility, because God is stern with the arrogant, but to the humble he shows kindness. Bow humbly under God's mighty hand, so that in due time he may lift you high. Cast all your cares on him, because he cares for you. Stay sober and alert. Your opponent the devil is prowling like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, solid in your faith, realizing that the brotherhood of believers is undergoing the same sufferings throughout the world. The God of all grace, who called you to his everlasting glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish those who have suffered a little while. Dominion be his throughout the ages. Amen. It should be clear to men that we are Christ's servants, stewards of the mysteries of God. The great quality of a steward is to be faithful to his duty. Many men are said to be merciful, but how often do we find one who is faithful to his duty? The great quality of a steward is to be faithful to his duty. A reading from a letter by St. Peter Claver, priest. Yesterday, May 30th, 1627, on the Feast of the Most Holy Trinity, numerous blacks brought from the rivers of Africa disembarked from a large ship. Carrying two baskets of oranges, lemons, sweet biscuits, and I know not what else, we hurried toward them. When we approached their quarters, we thought we were entering another guinea. We had to force our way through the crowd until we reached the sick. Large numbers of the sick were lying on the wet ground or rather in puddles of mud. To prevent excessive dampness, someone had thought of building up a mound with a mixture of tiles and broken pieces of bricks. This, then, was their couch, a very uncomfortable one, not only for that reason, but especially because they were naked, without any clothing to protect them. We laid aside our cloaks, therefore, and brought from a warehouse whatever was handy to build a platform. In that way, we covered a space to which we at last transferred the sick, by forcing a passage through bands of slaves. Then we divided the sick into two groups. One group my companion approached with an interpreter, while I addressed the other group. There were two blacks nearer death than life, already cold, 
whose pulse could scarcely be detected. With the help of a tile, we pulled some live coals together and placed them in the middle near the dying men. Into this fire we tossed aromatics. Of these we had two wallets full, and we used them all up on this occasion. Then, using our cloaks, for they had nothing of this sort, and to ask the owners for others would have been a waste of words, we provided for them a smoke treatment, by which they seemed to recover their warmth and the breath of life. The joy in their eyes as they looked at us was something to see. This was how we spoke to them, not with words, but with our hands and our actions, and in fact, convinced as they were that they had been brought here to be eaten, any other language would have proved utterly useless. Then we sat, or rather knelt, beside them, and bathed their faces and bodies with wine. We made every effort to encourage them with friendly gestures, and displayed in their presence the emotions which somehow naturally tend to hearten the sick. After this we began an elementary instruction about baptism, that is, the wonderful effects of the sacrament on the body and soul. When by their answers to our questions they showed they had sufficiently understood this, we went on to a more extensive instruction, namely about the one God, who rewards and punishes each one according to his merit, and the rest. We asked them to make an act of contrition and to manifest their detestation of their sins. Finally, when they appeared sufficiently prepared, we declared to them the mysteries of the Trinity, the Incarnation, and the Passion, showing them Christ fastened to the cross as he is depicted on the baptismal font on which streams of blood flow down from his wounds. We led them in reciting an act of contrition in their own language. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was homeless and you took me in. Now I tell you this. When you did these things for the most neglected of my brothers, you did them for me. This is what I command. Love one another as I have loved you. Now I tell you this. When you did these things for the most neglected of my brothers, you did them for me. Let us pray. God of mercy and love, you offer all peoples the dignity of sharing in your life. By the example and prayers of St. Peter Claver, strengthen us to overcome all racial hatreds and to love each other as brothers and sisters. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks. Please join us tomorrow night over on our YouTube channel at 5 p.m. Eastern for our weekly Sunday Rosary. You can find a link in the show notes. Whether you can join us at that time or not, feel free to use the recording at other times to pray with us. Also, whether you can join the live stream or not, head over to our website, stheleniministries.com, and submit anything you would like us to pray for by clicking the Prayer Intentions button at the top of the page.